the free for all roundtable brought to you by lexus avon canada's newest lexus dealer in the maple auto mall near rutherford at highway 400 luxury is closer than you think round one on round one today, Tim Hudak is here, former leader of Ontario's Conservatives. He's now at the Ontario Real Estate Association. Laura Babcock is here from Power Group Communications, also host of the O Show. And Mark Warner is an international trade lawyer. And Laura, let me just start with you because I know, you know, living in Hamilton, the, there was some pretty extreme weather going on in the last couple of hours. Were you getting it? <laughs> yes, actually, my dog's a 125-pound golden doodle, but I think he's the world's biggest land chicken because I'm telling you, if there is any kind of a storm or even the wind blows too strong, he wakes us all up. So Maz was on duty this morning getting every single one of us up as soon as that that thunder hit, and it did hit hard, so I can't blame the guy. Okay, so let's start with a growing list of mayoral candidates who are making safety, and in particular safety on the TTC, an issue in their campaign. Tim Hudak, it's a pretty safe bet. I mean, it's one thing to tap into people's irrational fears about being harmed in public. It's another when we have the record we have for the last six months. Responding, I think, to the number one issue in the city of Toronto, and that is uh, safety, uh, the rising wave of crime, particularly on the TTC, but also in all of our, our neighborhoods. Look, I think that a lot of the candidates will be crowded around similar issues on the TTC. Brad Bradford got his platform out early. I expect yeah. others will soon, and there probably won't be a lot of difference. Maybe the breakdown will be to what extent are you going to invest in law enforcement? That's the kind of voter I am. I'd actually like to see more constables, more police at the stations on a ongoing basis, it's just not in a couple of months. The second thing for, for voters, do you have the credibility to actually deliver? I mean, have you stood for these issues in the past or just pulled them out of your pocket and have a voting record in the opposite direction previously? When we see the debates, and I hope to God, John, where the debates actually uh, are focused or of high quality and don't look like a poor you know, high school UN club up there on the stage, <laughs> do you have it in your eyes and in your gut you're actually going to do these things? That's what I'll watch for. Okay. Mark Warner, <laughs> You live on the fringes of the downtown, and you live a fairly public life, sometimes on public transit. Uh, what are your thoughts on the issue? Well, I think it's an important issue. I, I'm not convinced that it's, uh, but that any of what I've seen from, I guess the article you said this was from this Brad, whatever his last name is, uh, candidate. How could you um, confuse our, that? It's Brad Bradford, <laughs> or maybe. Oh that's, yes, him. Yes, 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 yes my Brad Bradford. Seems to be has a Ford in the name, isn't it? Um, no, look, I, I don't think any of what he's suggesting would would deal with any of the problems that I observe. What I observe is, as I said, I think previously, I, I observe that we're obviously in this city and other cities that just came back from New York trying to deal with this uh um you know population homeless and people who have other issues going on who populated the the subways when people weren't using them and are now are in the transit system and we're trying to you know reintegrate that with the people who regularly use it and that's causing some conflicts and i think a lot of people have lost the art of socialization and it's not just the people who are in sort of altered states who've lost that there are people who make irrational decisions to engage people on subways i observe that all the time frequently and i don't understand it personally because i'm a bigger person and i wouldn't do that i observe uh, little old ladies doing that i observe younger women doing that and uh, and i can't help but think that that's part of what we're doing here and i don't think doors on subways or cell phones on subways are going to deal with any of that that's that's really asking people i think to be a little bit more mature a little bit more alert and maybe some more patrols but i, I don't think the technology that will be very expensive is really what we're, what's the problem here and Laura Babcock, I was mentioning, of course, you live in Hamilton. So looking at this from afar, I wonder, does it make you any less likely to want to be in downtown Toronto? 
Well, yeah. I mean, I'm in Toronto often. I have family in Toronto. When my daughter visits her niece in Toronto, they take the subway, right? So, I mean, this is something that impacts, I think, many of us in the GTA much broader than Toronto. So, listen, I, I disagree with some of what Mark has said. I think that if you look at, let's say, how New York City dealt with this issue starting in the 1980s and through the 90s, while they were tough on minor crimes, you know, the broken windows strategy that's so famous, if you actually read about it, it was a whole bunch of different organizations, private, public, and all their own domains throughout the city, doing everything they could to restore a sense of order, to provide either supports or to provide um, more patrols or whatever. So, I mean, it was a mixed bag of tactics, but that's the point. It's a mixed bag. No single mayoral candidate who comes out pounding their fist on the podium saying they've got the solution by more police or more this or more that as a singular option gets the idea. It takes a city to change how a city is going, the trajectory it's on. And the other thing that's really important in this is I'm so glad that the Premier Ford called you, John, uh, and acknowledged what you'd gone through because it was scary. It reminded me a bit of, you know, that scene that we all used to see at the beginning of that show in the 1980s with the woman on the subway platform, right? And it was such a scary idea of being stuck somewhere and not able to get out and have someone coming towards you. Um, but the reality is Doug Ford also is part of the solution. As the premier, he can be doing more to address the fact that there is such inaffordability in the province, that there is such a mental health crisis in the province, that he can be putting more money into things. Like he canceled the basic income pilot, for instance. There's a lot going on in this complex problem. And you can laugh all you want, but if you think that the provincial government doesn't right. have a rule in our society you're wrong they no i think that a basic income program has nothing to do with the problem but go on i do think affordability has to do with the problem i do think desperation yes. has to do with the problem i do think that our economic system has to do with the problem this is not just about people getting on the subway and using it when the numbers were low mark this has to do with poverty growing across our communities this has to do with abuse of substances across our communities we need more programs to support people we need more patrols within the subway systems. We need order restored in some of our neighborhoods, but done in a compassionate way. We need to work together, not just mock other people for putting out solutions. Well, if you had a solution, that'd be useful. But everything you yeah, say is something you would have said before. You, I gave you 15 of them, Mark. They're not just from, yeah, not just from my head. Do some me, of the research. It's not just about how it can't be done. Okay. One you, gave me 15 done things you, you gave me 15 things you would have said the day before the crisis began. It's all a part of an agenda, which is fine. That's not true, Mark. That is not true. Okay? I don't have an agenda. I'm trying to help people be safe in our community, both TTC riders and people who are struggling with homelessness and with an income gap that is causing real crisis. I don't have an agenda. I'm not a partisan. Enough of that kind of throwaway line. This is a serious issue. We need serious answers from serious people. Meanwhile, you. okay, you know, Mark, you don't have to yes. mock people. You can disagree with them. Don't mock them. Uh, Galen Well, Weston. I think I listened to a little bit of that too there, John. But that would be me. I am a serious person. I assume you are as well, Mark. So let's look at serious solutions, okay? It's not a throwaway issue. Uh, meanwhile, can disagree with you. the Galen, uh, or the Weston family hired some consultants to figure out if Galen Weston was being paid enough, and the consultants hired by the Weston family decided Galen Weston was not being paid enough, so they gave him another $1.2 million. Uh, Mark Warner, it's easy to dismiss this. Some people say, you're just jealous. No, I just think, you know, when you're running a company that is currently uh, right, driving up, uh, or actually not directly, but where prices have increased such that people can't afford to eat anymore, maybe you take a pass on the raise. 
Yeah, I think that'd probably be the PR sort of approach to it. It's a, it's it's an odd time to do it when they're they're under the gun for price increases. Um, the way I look at it more is a governance issue, John. As I I, I I know that this is the sort of focus that people take on on this sort of issue. I I, I so say that it's a shareholders issue, right? We have a problem with our capital markets, a proper a problem with how we allow sort of dual class shares and people to control companies who really don't. And if we had a proper governance system, I don't think these things would happen. So that's kind of where I would like the conversation to go to in Canada is why don't we deal with some of those shareholder governance issues, which are really the root core of the cause of the problem, as opposed to the, the headline issue, which is when the pay increase comes as a result of it. That's kind of how I approach it. Um, and Tim Hudak, it's, you know, it's a bit rich to hire consultants who go out and look at executive compensation in other companies, which has been skyrocketing for the last 25 years and then find out that your CEO is underpaid. <laughs> That's the advantage of consultants. Remember, the first question is, okay, what answer do you want us to get you? Yeah. <laughs> and you pick the one that, that you want. Look, I, I think on, on a serious note, I think uh, Mark Warner has a, a, a very strong point that I'll, I'll reinforce around some shareholders being mightier than others, not based on the number of shares, but the type of shares. And we could clean that up to get to a, a better uh, avenue for just common grassroots shareholders to have a say, where profits versus PR and the balance you want to strike. Ultimately, too, I mean, in the public sphere, does this mean, folks, uh, because Loblaws has had some very negative publicity uh, over the last uh, two years, uh, have we withdrawn our, our dollars? Or are we taking our shopping, shopping carts uh, elsewhere? I, I would hope so. Certainly, we've done a bit of a shift in this because we weren't happy with the number of the things that Loblaws has done, nor the quality of service, quite frankly. Has that widespread? On the other hand, Canadian Tire actually reduced their compensation to their executives. They actually reduced the bonus post-pandemic. And have we as shoppers shifted our dollars? dollars uh, in that direction. Ultimately, that's an ability to send a signal as well. Okay, listen, with the time we have left, I want to touch on another topic, and that would be the Maple Leafs basically deciding, apparently at the last minute, to downplay their pride night last night. And Laura Babcock, this is to avoid apparently offending the sensibilities of one of the Russian players. That's ridiculous. You know what? To to display pride is to display inclusion and acceptance and love for people. So, you know, you cannot tell me that people who watch the Leafs, that there aren't people who are LGBTQ. You cannot tell me that there aren't many, many, many families that watch the Leafs that feel a sense of absolute love for people who uh, need the support of showing pride. And so the idea that in solidarity with this one player whose beliefs are not only anachronistic, but uh, are offensive they're they're harmful you know it's it's not about a religious position or your country's position it's about the fact that people are to be valued and are to be understood to be you know born the way that they are and that deserves acceptance and love and so to be anti-pride i think is becoming uh, a character issue just be proud of people and let them feel love like big deal like it's going to hurt you to put that flag on come on well and tim hudak i'll always hear from people who say well if you're all about diversity, why can't we include people who don't like pride? And, you know, the tolerance of diversity is not about accepting the or, or including bigots. Absolutely. I, I think pro sports have a significant problem. Clearly, Russia runs the NHL and, and China runs the NBA. We saw similarly, I think, uh, shameful actions by the NBA when the Chinese government uh, uh, chirped up. They didn't like some of the things that players said. Look, if you're going to carry through, if you're going to say that we're going to do these uh, pride nights or any kind of initiative, you got to stick to your guns. And if the players don't want to play ball, so to speak, th then you bench them. They miss their pay for that day. You can't have a dual 
dual policy or just don't do it in the first place. But I'm sick and tired of foreign governments telling us how our sports teams are about entertainment and how to run the show. Thank you all. Good to have you this morning. Mark Warner, Tim Hudak, Laura Babcock. Catch the roundtable. Round one at 745. Round two at 845. Weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.